Welcome back to the third episode in the Beauty Bootcamp series. If you're tuning in for the first time, let me catch you up to speed. Every episode during the month of May is intended to help us build confidence, overcome insecurities, and live out our femininity in a way that highlights our inherent beauty and worth. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, you'll definitely want to check them out after we finish today's conversation. We talked all about discovering our self-worth and practical ways to express it through fashion and personal style. Today's episode is just as fabulous as I welcome health coach and host of the Chasing Freedom Show podcast, Tanner Hobbs. Tanner joins us today to tackle the difficult but necessary topic of body image. When I asked you guys where you struggle the most, body image quickly rose to the top of the list. Sadly, it was no surprise given the expectation our culture sets and the pressure we put on ourselves to be perfect. Trust me, I am no stranger to the body image struggle, and when you hear Tanner's story today, I have a feeling you'll be saying, yup, me too, once or twice yourself. While one of the biggest takeaways from today should be that you're not alone in your insecurities, you can also expect to learn how to build a foundation of faith that will help equip you to take on any challenges and insecurities that may come your way. Tanner and I will also be talking about how important our motives are, not only in our health journeys, but also in our faith lives. I am super pumped for today's episode, and I can't wait for you to meet Tanner, so let's dive right on in. Hi there, I'm Caroline, a recent college grad and your new personal cheerleader. The She Believe podcast is our time to chat as friends and dig deep into the real stuff. I'm here to let you know someone's in your corner and share truth that will help you become more fully who God has created you to be. Thanks for joining the conversation. You are always welcome. Hi, Tanner. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so grateful to have you as a guest today for the Beauty Bootcamp series, especially as we dig into some tougher but very important topics surrounding body image and healthy living. Yes, this is my jam. Thanks, Caroline, for having me on today. I'm really excited to chat with you about this. So, Tanner, I have been following you on social for almost a year, listening to your podcast, and I've just been so inspired and motivated by your health journey. So first, thank you. Um, But a large part of that is because I was first so enchanted by your movement, Chasing Freedom. Freedom was actually my word of the year last year, so immediately it caught my eye. But also because of your tagline, helping women reach a level of health only Jesus can provide. Like, Mm -hmm. that is truly a striking phrase, and I can't wait to dive deeper into that um, and how you achieve that. But before we get there, do you want to introduce yourself, give some background on who you are and what you do for those listening? Totally. So today I'm a health coach and I also coach those who have coaching businesses their self. I'm very multi-passionate and always embarking on new things. But if you would have told this wild-hearted, adventure-seeking, recent college grad that this is what her life would look like today, four years later, I would just straight up tell you no way. (laughs) Um, I had a very different plan in mind and that plan was going to land me in Denmark of all places then. Why there? Well, let's back up just a little bit because when I went to college, I was recruited to play softball, which was my favorite thing in the whole world. It was my safe space. But when I got there, I ended up tearing my left labrum and my hip from Mm -hmm. pitching. And that's really what began to change everything for me and kind of take me on this journey. And that one thing that I had placed my identity in that was now taken away from me, like really just sparked 
everything that I was about to go through. And the one thing, um, well, so I began to find my identity and everything else, as you may expect a college girl to like partying and drinking and attention and men. And now looking back, I can see how there were a lot of moments in my life that could have changed my trajectory. Like when my family set me down to talk about what I was kind of heading in and what I was believing in, they just randomly came up one night because I started um, really exploring a whole different religion. Or when I went to Ghana, um, I went to Ghana between my freshman and sophomore years of college. And that was one of those times that, you know, you hear stories like that all the time where people go to these third world countries and their whole life has changed after that. Mm-hmm. But those situations actually really left me in more confusion in my head and I wasn't able to vocalize it. And it was as if I was walking around as confident Tanner on the outside. And at the same time, I was such a mess internally to the point that I didn't even know how to vocalize that own mess or even knew I had the option, honestly, to vocalize it at that point. I wasn't deceiving others intentionally. I wasn't trying to put on this facade. I wasn't saying, today I'm going to put on this mask. (laughs) I was actually just deceiving myself. And I really struggled mentally with this on a day-to-day basis throughout those college years. So it wasn't until I was going to follow, at the time, my boyfriend to Denmark. He was going to play professional basketball over there. And this was right after we graduated as seniors in college. And, you know, I was confused on what I wanted my life to look like. So I was just going to pursue his dreams with him. And that literally when I sent all my stuff over there, so we were going to live over there for a year and that's what we had committed to. So I sent things over there to live for a year. He went over there first. I had to stay back because I had a family wedding. And in that short two-week span, he had already gotten cut from the team before I had ever gotten over there. That was my defining moment. That was actually the moment where the confusion and the chaos seemed to lift. And I saw clarity for the first time in that moment and actually broke things off with him just because it wasn't a good relationship. Again, I was putting my identity in that relationship. And I began working at a gym and I trained a ton because I I had really gotten into health and fitness throughout college. I was an accounting degree. I I graduated with an accounting degree. So I, again, was like, what do I do with my life? So (laughs) I just began there. I started working at a gym. I was training people a ton. This was a time where my future was the most uncertain, but it was the most peace I had ever felt in years. And as my training days became longer and my clientele became larger, and as more resources became available online to start your own business, after a couple of years in that and chasing Jesus, and I just really decided that I wanted to give that a try. I wanted to take what God was teaching me and pour that into others' lives. Because in the gym, I was training older men and women, and it was fun, and I had a lot of experience, hands-on experience, but it wasn't the people that I really felt like God was, you know, speaking to me to help and just to be a part of their life and their story. And what was so unique and amazing about this decision to start my own business was that it, again, it wasn't confusing. It was definitely super scary, and there was like, but there was no lack of peace, and there was really no chaos. It was one of the first times 
in my life that I could make a definitive decision and didn't have any worry about it. And so I kept on building my business. Me and my husband, I could talk about him forever. So I try not to go on big, long rants about him. I love that. I met him in that time. I met him when I was in the gym training. We got married super fast. Everything happened really fast. And so I kept on building my business and working on online clients. And it's brought me on this amazing journey today that I call my freedom journey and that's where chasing freedom all started and there's so many pieces of that story that I could sit here and talk about all day when it comes to body image and other things I was putting my identity in but really want to what I love to hit on is there's so many parts of my story that could have been the defining moment that where Jesus was right there knocking on my heart it's very vivid when I can zoom out and see it now but it took That one time when I got that call from my boyfriend for me to actually say, God, I actually just choose you right now. And that took me on a freedom journey. Wow. Thank you for walking us through that very personal journey. It's it's neat to see, especially um, a couple of years removed from college now, um, expecting your own family and married and things like that of for those women that are in that moment right now, who I love that you talked about how you were hiding behind this um, kind of facade where you felt confident, you thought you were confident, you weren't trying to wear masks for people, but you were, and you just weren't be, were able to be your full self. Um, I think that's where a lot of women are living and maybe not even cognizant of it that, yeah, we're, we're striving after things that we think are good um, yeah. or love in our life or relationships, whatever it may be, but really it's just not it. And God is continually knocking and we just keep missing him. Yeah. So I'm curious, like what... In your early 20s, what was that pursuit of health motivated by you? You said you were an accountant, then you started being a personal trainer. Those are a little different. Um, Why did you start getting into kind of personal health and fitness? So in college, I when softball got stripped away from me, like I said, and I I was told I could never pitch again, like it was truly, it wrecked me. And when I look back on it now, I'm like, man, if I would have had the perspective to know that in four short years, I wouldn't really never be a softball player again. Like I had to start life. I was going to be a mom. I was going to get married one day. Like I had a career, like I'm not going to play softball forever. And it was wild to me. It's wild to me now how much I put into that sport. But at the same time, that sport taught me so much too. So I give a lot of credit to softball, but when that got stripped away, I was, I had my friends and I had the relationship that I was in and I also was really afraid all of a sudden to gain weight because I had been active my entire life. And so this was a super serious hip surgery. I never had a serious injury. And I was told, you know, I was going to be on crutches for months. And then after that, you basically learn to walk again. And I just got really afraid that, oh my gosh, like, I'm used to working out and practicing every single day. I've done this for as long as I can remember what the heck is about to happen to me. And so that kind of took me on this mental journey of, well, I need to do everything that I can to not gain weight. Now, at the same time, I was friends with a lot of really small girls in college. And so I was trying to fit in with them. I really, I'm words of affirmation as my love language. Like, so, you know, when we would get ready for these weekend parties and everything, it was just this constant cycle of, do I look good enough? Do I look good enough? And so anyways, because I couldn't move throughout all of the the surgery and all of that, and I really, you know, 
<laughs> I just couldn't do what I was so used to doing and my body was getting weaker. I was like, well, my only choice at this point is if I'm not exerting energy, then I need to not eat as much. And so that kind of became this obsession with health. And in the very beginning of my like getting into health and fitness, it was not a healthy way to get into the industry. Do I think it was purposeful and like, has it got me where I'm at today as a health coach? Absolutely. And I would go through it again, but it was very, it was just deceiving. It was ugly. It, I mean, the thought processes that I had around food and movement and everything were just not good. And so basically as I started to come out and started to recover again and gain strength, it was, I just got obsessed. I'd lose, or that was great grammar. I lost <laughs> the muscle that I kind of always had. I'm a very like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a thick, athletic muscle <laughs> like at my core that's kind of how my build is and when I lost that I kind of liked it like because I looked skinnier mm. and I, I think that was something that I was chasing for a long time but because of my sports and my commitment to my sports I never really achieved any of that but when that got stripped away I, I saw that in the mirror and I kind of got obsessed with that and so that's what began truly this whole health journey and I got obsessed with clean eating and counting calories and then was on this whole pursuit to get back on the mound because the doctor was like you may never pitch again and I was like I'll show you <laughs> and so then it was just this constant okay like how do I gain back some of the strength that I would need to get back on the mound and I learned a ton because I was just a sponge like I I wasn't having fun in my accounting classes I chose accounting because in high school, my family pretty much went bankrupt and we had grown up with plenty of money and all of a sudden it was taken during the recession. And so I chose accounting because I was like, this is a safe job to have. Both of my parents are entrepreneurs. So I was like, well, this is safe for me. I'm going to go this route because I don't want to have to worry about money like I saw my parents have to in high school. And so anyways, the whole like health and nutrition and learning, that was so fun for me because I hated my accounting classes. <laughs> and so that, yeah, that's kind of like that story and how the whole health and fitness started. That was great. Thank you for sharing all of that because I think it also highlights kind of that, that basis of comparison that leads to a lot of this. And like you said, looking at your friends who are small and petite when you had a more athletic build, like that is something I relate to on so many levels and yeah. in my own life has led to some of those times of insecurity or when I would just get into health a lot because I would be looking at the girl next to me and thinking, I want to look like that. Or even you think in our in our culture today of TikTok and Instagram of where everything is so visual, like it's so easy to compare ourselves to the way other people look and to see that standard of beauty and think, okay, well, if I want to be considered beauty, beautiful, if I want to see as good and valuable, then I have to look like that. And there's just so much pressure and considering chasing freedom, like I just am reflecting a lot on chasing. And I think like how much we in the world are like chasing prestige, we're chasing beauty, we're chasing affirmation. And how often like it's just such a race that leaves us so tired and unfulfilled. And mm -hmm. until like when you replace like chasing affirmation and chasing beauty and chasing this ideal um, image of what it is to be a woman, a beautiful woman, and you 
you replace that with freedom, it offers such a different meaning. And I think that's a beautiful way to kind of move us into when you first made that connection between Jesus and health and really what that catalyst was that brought you to that connection. I'm curious what that looked like for you and what that, yeah, what it has brought into your life now moving forward. Yeah. So when I got married, I still have, I brought a lot of this into my marriage, right? Like I brought a lot of this chasing, um, just certainty in me and our relationship and all these things that I had carried with me through college. I was on this journey of recognizing and being convicted of them, but I was truly beginning this freedom journey when Derek and I met in 2015. This was when I graduated the same year I graduated college. I had started in the gym. I had got my own apartment and then boom, I met Derek. And when I met Derek, I was like, Whoa, buddy, I'm on this, like I'm dating Jesus right now. Like I can't see you. I just really kind of ended a relationship a couple months ago. Derek was quite a bit older than me. And I was just like, who are you? Like, we can't do this, but we really hit it off because he was in such a similar journey of identifying what he had always put his identity into. And so we were on this journey together. We were rooting in church. We were rooting in community like we both never had before which that's a huge part of what I do in Chasing Freedom is community building. Um, but what made the connection for me was when I started my business. Now we got married in 2017. I started my business a week after we got back from our honeymoon, wow. right after our wedding. I left my job and just started my own business. And yes, I have an amazing husband that would support that. And um, so I started with just like online workouts and nutrition and teaching macros and all this stuff. And as I was going through that, we got married in June. The Yeah. And then I started my business really like got it up and going in July and August. I started to be like, okay, I can do this. And I was just focusing on like, I just got to get clients and I got to replace my income. Like that was my main thing. And so I was just like, what I know from the gym, I'll take this into my business and we'll run with it. Well, in January of 2018, short five months after that, I woke up one day just so convicted and I was reading Galatians 5. And the very first verse is Galatians 5.1 says, it is for freedom that you have been set free. And I'd heard that verse before, but for some reason I was just, I couldn't get past it. And I was just like, this is such a simple verse. Like, why, why am I so stuck on this? And in that moment, I just realized that I thought that I, I guess I thought I had to earn that freedom. Mm -hmm. So those years from 2015 to 2017, I was working to earn that because I had felt like I was living such a dishonoring, sinful life all of college that I just had to like almost make up for it, you know? But in that moment, I was like, it's for freedom that we've been set free. Like I was set free when I chose Jesus that day back in 2015 when he called and I was like, God, I choose you. Like I was set free that day. And that's where everything really started to change. And I was like, I can't coach another day without bringing the Holy Spirit into this business because I'm going to lead other women down this path that I just came from. And that is a dark and scary path and I'm dancing with fire and I'm inviting other women into it. So yeah, that's where Chasing Freedom really started. Um, 
God gave me the name like Chasing Freedom for my business soon a couple months after that when I was just like, Lord, what do you want this to look like? How in the heck I'm going to lose all my people if I just like now all of a sudden I'm just talking about you all the time. Like what, how does one do this? How does one bring this together? I wasn't seeing other health coaches talk about Jesus and everything. And so that's really the story of it. And then from there, he's just been the CEO. Like we figured out. <laughs> is he's the one leading it instead of me having this pressure of having to figure it out myself. Wow, that is beautiful. Quite the journey. And I just think yeah, that verse kind of made me think of in Second Corinthians where it talks about where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Mm-hmm. And how to see, yeah, you were stepping into an area where there's kind of unforeseen territory. There weren't other health coaches doing what you were doing. But mm-hmm. how, because I love these, that God was your CEO, because he kind of gave you the freedom to step aside and say, okay, this is for you to take over, like work through me. Um, but really this is about you. And that kind of is what this whole month of beauty Boot Camp is about is kind of letting God be the author of our story in him yeah. and finding our identity and our beauty in him instead of what the world is telling us, because it's so easy to turn to them for affirmation. And when we get it, it's, it's really fulfilling for that moment, but then it's really fleeting and you feel just unfulfilled. But when we go to him to seek that affirmation, there's yeah. freedom there to recognize, okay, this isn't about us. It's not about what I look like or what I'm wearing, but it's about who he's created to me, created me to be on the inside. And so mm-hmm. going through that, um, transformation. It sounds like you're in a really good place now, but do you still struggle with some of those same insecurities you had before you've kind of brought in Jesus into this? Like when you stepped into that freedom and said yes to God, do you feel like that all disappeared? Have you moved past those? Or what does that look like in your day-to-day life now? And how do you overcome those when they come up? Yeah, I feel like when you're on this journey with Jesus, you're on a healing journey. But at the same time, like while God forgets, like, the past sins and he literally just like throws them in the trash. Satan, Satan is like, Satan's here. Satan's alive right now. He has been defeated, but he's not dead. And so I realize that he will still use, Satan uses the same old tricks of confusion for me to lead me into a place of darkness. And so if I was to sit here and say, I don't struggle with body image, I would just be lying. I do. I struggle with body image because it's the same old tricks that worked before And I think now because of the spiritual maturity, this has nothing to do with like the healthy habits that I've, you know, been able to put into my life. It has everything to do with the spiritual maturity that I have in and through Christ. I'm able to recognize those things so much faster. And when I feel those dark moments come, I remember that he is the light. And so if I try to grasp on anything. Like I've had moments where I'm like, well, if I just diet for a couple weeks, I'll just feel a little bit better. And that's not good for me. Like that's not a good place for me to sit. And so I I'm able to, because he's the one who like gives me that strength to say, okay, I'm just going to choose you. And we're on this journey and you're, you will get me back on the path because that's who you are. Like, and so, yeah, I definitely still struggle with body image and now even being pregnant. I just entered into my second trimester and my body is growing. Like this is the first time that I've been excited to see my body grow. Mm. And expand. But that hasn't come with moments of like 
severe insecurity when I step out of the shower and look in the mirror and I'm like, please, God, don't let my husband walk in right now. I don't want him to see me. Or it doesn't come without those moments still where you're just like, gosh, I feel so blah. Or I could be doing better. Or I could be eating better. Or, you know, all these things where you backtrack everything that you've ever done that's led to why you look the way that you look and you just self-sabotage. That still happens. But I don't sit in it like I used to. I used to sit in it and then the rest of my week's, like, actions would be a reflection of what I just sat in. So, and I think that's the biggest thing is, like, It's one thing to have those thoughts because you're a human being who is broken and we have ugly in us until we get to heaven. We just got a lot of ugly in us, (laughs) (laughs) but it's one thing to just sit in it, but it's another thing to say, God, that's not you. That's not you. I'm going to choose you. I don't even know what the heck that looks like today because what worked yesterday doesn't feel like it's going to work for me today, but I'm just going to choose you right now and I'm just going to make the next best choice. I love that you hit on the fact that the devil is not original and he continues to use the same things to tempt us and make us feel bad. I think we could talk about that for hours, but I think like the main thing to pull from that is to be aware of what those things are. So like for you, as you mentioned, like it's those negative comments about your body and comparing that to other people and just like seeing the things that like, yeah, just make you uncomfortable and make you go back to that place. And for all of us, I think it can be something slightly different, but I saw something the other day that like really pierced me and it was talking about how our calling is going to crush us and how so often like what we're led to encourage others and minister in comes from our own insecurities or struggles that we've had and overcome through Christ and how so often like to minister to people like the devil isn't just going to be like oh well now she's she's on God's side I'm just going to leave her alone like he's going to attack us even harder and especially in body image like yeah as a trainer like you're constantly helping people improve their health and their lifestyle and the way they look and like it continually makes you think about those things when it's maybe easier to kind of push that aside and think like okay well I'm just not going to focus on that but when that becomes your life it's in the forefront of your mind every day so I think it's so important to one be aware of making sure that like we don't allow the devil into those areas and when we do to reject him there and yeah speak truth into our lives but I think also something so important that you touch on is building that foundation of health through Christ um, so we're able to move past those temptations and expectations so how do you go about doing that what does your foundation look like um, to move forward on a stable basis yeah I think it comes with a lot of responsibility and so kind of like you were saying there are days I feel very unqualified to be this like holistic health coach leading people to build these spiritual foundations in their life there are a lot of days I feel like what am I doing people when are people gonna find out (laughs) you know like (laughs) I still struggle um and that is that's a common thought for me but I think the thing that keeps me going and what I keep building my foundation on is recognizing where I still need healing. And instead of saying, okay, but I have this responsibility to help these other women. So I'm just going to go help them today and not help myself or not get people to help me or not work on those things. That's when I would start truly leading people down the wrong path. That's, that's not real. It's not really of God. And so for me, like building that foundation that stays firm, that stays rooted in him, that is secure comes from me doing the hard stuff too, all the time. Like 
when I recognize that I have this spots of struggle, like going to my husband, going to wise counsel, going to counselors and friends who have been through this or whatever, and constantly being so open and so vulnerable about where I'm at, instead of saying, because I'm a type three too on the Enneagram. So achieving and running a business, like this is my, this is my dream. This is my personality. Like this <laughs> so well, but at the same time, I can run away from my own stuff really easily. And I know that about myself and I know that leads me astray. And I know that creates this huge wedge between me and God. And it's one thing to feel insecure about what you do because the enemy doesn't want you to think that you're making like, you know, holy impact, right? Yeah. It's another thing to feel that way and also know you're super distant from God. And so it's just staying near and staying close to him. And actually I'm in a season right now where this is really hard for me because I just got out of an 11 month trying to conceive journey where mm. I wanted something so desperately, like I wanted this baby so bad. And so I was just clinging to Jesus and his promises. I wanted closeness to him. I knew that's where peace came from. I knew I could have joy in that season and that came from him. And I was just so close to him, constantly talking to him. Well, when he gave me this baby, now that I have the thing that I was going to him for so much, I started to be like, God, wait, you're still there, right? Because I, even though I haven't been showing up like I was, like you, you're still right there. And just feeling like a little bit uncomfortable in conversation with him right now in this season. And so, yeah, I think it's just that foundation is recognizing that we have to listen carefully to his words. Proverbs 4:20 and through 22 says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. And that's what we have to cling to. And if we step away from his word, then we're kind of doing the opposite. Like we, when we lose sight of him as leaders and people who are desiring for other souls to know him, and we're not allowing his word to penetrate our heart, we're allowing something else to penetrate our heart. Mm -hmm. So normally for me, it's what others are doing in the business world. Like I let their success penetrate my heart. And so I try to run with what works for them. Instead of, again, kind of like I was saying, God's a much better businesswoman than I ever will be. <laughs> and just really clinging to that and his promises. Isn't it funny how in those times of desperation, like it's so easy to cling to God and we're like, okay, we know exactly what we need to do. Like we, yeah, we're praying very consistently. And then when that desire is fulfilled, we're like, oh, well, like now what do I say? Like, thank you but like what yeah. what's your use and I think it's so important to like you mentioned always be um a student and to always be diving deeper and to go to other people for wisdom and for counsel in that just because we are secure at one point or even if we're secure now like there's still so much to learn and discover about God and he's always going to want to be teaching us something new um, mm -hmm. and revealing more of himself and ourself to us and so I love that and I I think that's a beautiful beautiful foundation to build everything upon because it's it's never ending it's never going to get stale there's always going to be something to move forward from totally I know last night I was saying God, I want to want you even when I don't really want anything, mm. you know, and it's so easy to go to him when I want something and it just, 
sometimes reveals how selfish um, of a faithful walk we can have, but how much grace and love he still has for us despite our motives. Yeah, I, I love that prayer. If you came up with that yourself, that's good. I'm going to steal that because right, yeah. <laughs> I think that's just like so real, like how often we all feel that way. Like, yeah, it's really easy to want you when I want something and then it's easy mm-hmm. to push you aside, but like let that desire always be there no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, Tanner. Um, so you speak a lot about moving forward with routines and habits. This is a lot of what your coaching business is founded upon to really feed our eternal health. So I'm curious, just briefly, what does that look like for you? And then for those that are desiring to move forward, what should be their first step? What would you suggest for their starting point? Yeah, I love this question because I, I love tangible like advice. Um, and at the same time, I feel like women who are bold in their faith online, it can often look like, well, they have this perfect morning routine and they Mm -hmm. look this specific way. And, you know, they have the like beautiful setting and they have their coffee and everything. Like you should see my morning. You should see these kids running around. Like, how are they doing that? How are they choosing that every day at 5am or 6am? And I just want to say that it doesn't have to look like that. In fact, I actually just shared on social media this morning at 10 a.m. after I had slept till like eight, slept in and just had a really slow, groggy morning where I was struggling to just kind of get the engine running. And I waited and I waited. I was on my phone for 52 minutes, 52 (laughs) minutes working on social media, like choosing everything else but him this morning. And I knew that I desired to get into the word because God, like when you have Jesus in your heart, he, he gives you the desire to get into the word. That's why I have so many women in my DMs asking this question. You just ask, like, where do I start? You have this desire in you that says, I got to know this God guy. Like I want to, I want a close relationship with him. And I think that's where you start. You recognize that that desire is good. And then you honor it and you honor it in a way that doesn't have to look so specific to the way that you're witnessing another girl honor it. And I think that's where all this comparison stuff comes in, but also where community comes in. So like with the freedom method that I have designed for women to walk through, there's scripture in the teaching so that they can dive into there's, and that's a big thing. It's like, get in the word, open up your Bible, get a Bible that you understand. If you have a King James Bible, like, of course you're going to have struggles sitting there reading that every day, get a Bible that you understand, get the message version of the Bible or get the new living translation of the Bible, get a Bible. You understand, grab a pen, open it up to like Romans or Galatians or even the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and just open it up and read a little, read a couple passages, just start at chapter one of one of those books and just go in with an expectant heart that to learn something about God. I think a lot of times we open the Bible for self-help mm. or self-care or self-love, like help, care, and love. They're all in the Bible, but it's from knowing more about him and his character Instead of going in with the motive, what am I going to get out of this today? And I'll be honest, that really just hit me in the last year and a half. I was still opening my Bible, struggling because I'm like, I don't understand. How am I supposed to apply this to my life? Like, how is this going to help me today? And then a pastor, and I can't even remember at the time, was talking about when your motive is that, 
you're, it's going to feel so hard. But when your motive is to learn more about his character, you get to take his character everywhere you go into every situation in your life. And that's where you see the freedom that you have available to you today. So that's where I would say to start. Just open that up or grab a friend. Like, Grab a friend, hop on the YouVersion Bible app, pick one of the Bible studies. There's like four-day Bible studies. There's 40-day Bible studies. There's short reads. They may take you five to ten minutes max. You can listen to them even while you're doing your makeup in the morning. Like, Just start and just go in with an expectant heart to learn more about his character. That's really great advice and great perspective. I love that of like the intention behind why reading the Bible. I I know I struggled with that too. If I would go in and I'd be like, kind of that like Bible roulette. If you open it up, you're like, all right, Jesus, what are you going to tell me today about myself? And like, yeah. So our motives kind of reveal everything, right? So mm. when you're in the Bible and you're frustrated, it's normally because your motive is off. It's not God. Like, He's not a, a God that's going to confuse you. He's a God that loves you and he wants to teach you. But when our motive is off, it's so easy to get frustrated. And, and that's what happens with body image and people's journeys with freedom in their bodies and stuff is you the motive is off. If you have the motive, well, I just want to get smaller so that I can be more accepted or I can fit in more you will stay frustrated in your journey. You will stay defeated. You'll never feel like you're far enough because your motive is I want change in order to be loved. And instead of I am loved, so I'm going to make these changes because this is stewardship. This is nourishing. This is what I'm called to. This body is not my own. This body's God's and I am only called to manage it well. Yeah, it all, it all goes back to that foundation and that motive. That's a great connection of kind of putting those two of how that translates into every part of our life, not just in our faith life or our health life of how when we identify those things, like it'll help us grow in, in all those different areas. I love that. Tanner, thank you so much. Such great advice. <laughs> Sometimes when I say it, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to remember that. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And I think even just like the intentionality behind, especially reading scripture. If I know even last night I was like, okay, Caroline, you're going to wake up tomorrow and that's going to be the first thing you do. Like you're going to, you can grab your coffee and then you're going to sit and you're going to read the Bible. And yeah. I'm going through Acts right now, like front to back. And yeah. the beginning is really exciting. And there's like a lot of things that I feel like are easy to grasp. And then you kind of get into the thick of it and it's like, Ugh, okay, like, do I have to keep reading? Yeah. And everything you were just saying, I think was even so encouraging to me because it's like, yeah, I'm I'm learning more about what it looked like for those first apostles to go and share Jesus. And like, it's a little harder to grasp and maybe I have to read it a couple more times and it doesn't seem so obvious all the time, but it is just teaching me the character of these, even these men that follow Jesus and that I desire to be like that too. And so that's just great encouragement. And so all those suggestions you gave, I would really encourage anyone who's listening to go and give that a try. Um, but Tanner, before we close out, I would love to know, like, do you have any specific Bible verses that you like to hold close um, to really encourage you in this holistic health journey? Oh, gosh. So I feel like this goes in seasons. I'm not the person. Well, I, I am the person that has a Bible um, verse tattooed on me. So I don't want to say that. <laughs> oh, gosh, which one? <laughs> I have Isaiah 4110 um, on my arm, which is a verse that got me through the season that I was just explaining to you mm. in 2015 to 2017, where I was on this whole freedom journey. And then I was separating my health from 
what Christ was doing in all other areas of my life. But it just says, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I just always pictured like holding God's right hand. So I have it on my left hand because I'm holding God's right hand. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and just the strength that like when I lock hands with him, because a lot of times we feel like God's just like big, all my, he is big and almighty, but that he's like, this fatherly scary figure that when you do something wrong like he's angry he's sad like he's sad with you not mm. at you you know and yeah. he's a friend so like just holding hands with him and just being like you know what when I lock hands with you like I am strong like without that I am so weak um that verse is one of mine <laughs> I do have that tattoo but that's not a verse I, I see it and I'm reminded of it because it's on my arm but it's not one that I'm like always saying I go in seasons and it's kind of what I'm reading in the Bible too where a verse you know how God does when you're reading a a book of the Bible and you're just like God like I cannot believe that I chose to read this during this season (laughs) how in the world did you line that up so well and the trying to conceive journey I was reading Job and I was like I've never felt so seen like I was just there with him and so I think as far as verses go, like, I just try to cling to the stories, you know, just the stories of me feeling also seen, but also knowing that every time through these bizarre stories in the Bible, God's plan prevailed, like always. And despite what all these people had to go through, or I think about Rachel or um, Sarah and like not having a baby till she's in her 90s and I was reading all of this stuff like I just in that realized that the plan is so much bigger than just this one baby that I want like this whole story is so much bigger and so yeah I cling to like the Galatians 5 one that's my business verse and I have verses for different just like little different seasons in my life but um, right now that Proverbs 4, 20 through 22 that I shared, that's one that's really speaking to me because I think I'm struggling connecting so much to his word and I'm choosing things other than that first a lot of days. I love that. I think that speaks so true because in so many different seasons, like, yeah, the, the word is living and true. And so it speaks to us in all different areas of no matter what we're going through. And so it's nice to kind of choose them for the seasons or almost I feel like God chooses them for us. That, that image of him holding our hand, he's like, just slip in that little piece of paper in there. Like, this is what you need to hold on to right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Um, and another verse that I speak a lot about with women that I am constantly saying is Romans 12 too, that I wanted to share. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then it goes on to talk about that's what's good. That's what's acceptable. That's what's perfect. And in God's will. And that is everything when it comes to your health journey and your body image and just this idea of being set free from it, instead of chasing this specific look, the transform the transforming of your mind that happens in and through him and getting in the word and having conversations with him and getting in community that's going to transform your actions we are results driven society we want the result we want it now we want to focus on the result and so we set these goals and these tangible little steps that are all in the like result and action category but without a mindset renewal those don't last. 
those results or the diet or what you're committing to, it's not going to be long term for you. But if you're over here working on your mind and you're working on your spirit more than you're working on your physical health, your physical health is going to be a direct reflection of that long term. And then you don't have to suffer from this anymore. And that's what I cling to so much is that Romans 12 too is like the world says results. Jesus said, get a new mindset, like mm. focus on your mindset. And I am the one who can give you that. And I'm where you get that. So yeah, I wanted to share that too. Thank you. That's one of my favorite verses, and but I've never even heard it shared in that light. And I think that's so beautiful, especially in relation to what we're talking about with body image and health of having that mindset of how everything else needs to flow from that, how he will just make everything else fruitful. Mm-hmm. Isn't it cool how we get different things from verses too, like how God gives us our own little stories from the same verse? Oh, it's so beautiful. Just shows how faithful he is and how, yeah, he's so not removed. Like he's just so close to us and it's such a personal relationship. Right. So Tanner, last question for you is what is one promise you believe the Lord has fulfilled in your life? I feel like you have given us beautiful examples of this, but I'm curious if there's just one specific promise that stands out to you. Well, on the baby talk, because that's what's Mm -hmm. so big and that's my big right now. Rightfully so. Yeah. So when I was, it was February we were approaching month 11 of trying to conceive. I'm sitting there in my journal. <laughs> just again, God, I can't do this another day. Can't do this another month. I need you. Like, I know you're here. Just keep giving me the energy to just choose life right now, ultimately. And I know that sounds really dark to say, but I was in a hard spot. And all I heard, and I don't get this often, like, where I hear God give me a very specific word. That's just not my spiritual gift probably, or I don't know. But all I heard was May, and I watched my hand write May without me even like processing to take my hand to write the month of May. So I'm writing May, and I'm circling it, and I'm just like, what? So then I have friends come over. This was a a week or so after, and I'm crying to them saying like, God told me May, I don't know if I can wait till May. I'm so afraid. Like, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated, but it, if that's a promise, like I will wait till May. I want this baby. You know, I was so torn because I was like, gosh, it's just February. <laughs> and May felt like really far away. Well, we found out we were pregnant, like literally a month after that. Wow. So that was right before the week we conceived. And so then I'm sitting there pregnant and I'm like, May, what's May all about? Like, God, you vividly gave me that word. I know that was from you. And then this past Mother's Day, which was just mm-hmm. this past weekend, on May 10th, it all made sense to me. I was just like, May, like that's the promise. You promised me that first Mother's Day in May where you were knitting this child together. I was going to be 12 and a half weeks at that point. And just, yeah, I was sitting in awe on Sunday. We had just finished landscaping and I had come in and I was like, oh my gosh, May, like that's it. And I was just like, Jesus, like you are so good and your promises are so real and they're big and they tell your story and they tell you and I get to go tell the world about this excitement that I have. And so, yeah, that's definitely a promise that he fulfilled. Wow. I'm, I'm sitting here with like tears in my eyes because <laughs> that is just so beautiful. And what, yeah, wait, when you wait so long, especially for that, 
Um, and you see him work so powerfully and even more than you could have imagined in like that uncertainty and the waiting, like it just makes it even more beautiful. So congratulations. We cannot wait to see you be a mother, Tanner. You're going to just be so wonderful. Thank you, Carolyn. That means a lot. Um, Tanner, thank you. Thank you so much for not only joining me today, but for your ministry and the way that you serve women and just the courage and vulnerability you have to share your heart and your story and the way that Jesus has impacted you. I know it's changing the lives of so many women and even the women that are listening today. So if people want to find you and learn more about you, where can they go beyond this conversation today? Yeah, so daily, really, six days a week, I hang out over on Instagram at Trainer Tanner. And then I also have a podcast called The Chasing Freedom Show. So those are the main two spots that you can find me. Highly recommend following her on both. She has wonderful, just reflections, does a great job of sharing her everyday life. Like I kind of mentioned at the beginning, it's very motivating. So <laughs> even when she posts the little workouts, it's a good reminder to feel like, all right, got to get my booty up off the couch and get going. So. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much, Tanner. And for those that are listening, if you aren't subscribed already, can you please click that button so you never have to miss another episode? And if you would, would you please leave a review if this podcast has blessed you in any way? It's so encouraging to see all the ways that the show has blessed you. Um, And I'd love to see how you are living more fully into who God has created you to be. So thanks for tuning in and we'll chat again next week for our last episode with the Beauty Bootcamp series. But until then, may God bless you. Bye. Bye.